What's up, guys? Welcome to The Point After Show. This week's episode is brought to you by Meat and Potato Productions, bringing you Austin John Winkler. Not not Henry Winkler. Let's not confuse it. Austin John Winkler from the band Hinder, the lead singer, with songs like Lips of an Angel, Come to Thirsty's Bar and Grill next month. Check out Meat and Potatoes on Facebook and buy your tickets. The Point After Show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the f- he wants. The point after show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eddie Daddy from The Point After Show. I'm here with Bonus Hold'em Tommy Lipko and Cavi, the producer, Caviston. It's another week, another great podcast we have for you this evening. I just learned something. I, I can't tell any, any stories during lunchtime about what happened over the weekend because that's my nickname for the week. Well, I have to come up with something original every week. So, uh, so yeah, I know you you and our a friend of the show, Joseph Jozilla. Q. Mazza, uh, Went to the Mohegan Sun Casino up in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and didn't fare so hot at the poker table. But yeah, is it putting it lightly? No, no, no. <laughs> it was uh, great terminology, Eddie. All right, I, I didn't want to get too graphic. So <laughs> let's before before we get into uh, into our show, we do have a couple topics, a couple big stories, controversial um, topics in the sports world. Do want to let you know that we do have our fantasy football advantage show coming out later today as well. So if you're in fantasy football leagues and you want to get just update uh, knowledge, uh, injury report, sleepers, waiver wire pickups, check out that and subscribe to it. That's the point after show uh, fantasy football advantage uh, podcast. So check that out and subscribe to it. So let's talk about our first topic here. Probably one of the bigger stories that no one really heard about. Well, I don't want to say no one really heard about, but the Alvarez versus Triple G boxing match that was supposed to kind of be the match that rejuvenated the boxing world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huge. It was a big match. Big match for the for the boxing world, the sport in general. Um, it ends in a draw. Little controversy. Uh, little that, lot. That judge Adelaide Bird, who basically. Even the uh, executive director for Nevada Athletic Commission state said that you know she was off her off her game as a judge uh, Saturday night. So just but, like, just how looking, do you say you're off the game. Like, do you have, what do you? She have had a flu? bad day. Yeah, the she flu? Had a bad, yeah, you're not watching what's going yeah. on. Like your Twitter's blowing up, so you're not. I watching was distracted. The fight. But but it comes down to it. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, Vegas is rigging these these matches," um, and it ends in a draw. A lot of people are not betting for it to be a draw. They're going one way or the other way. Um, is, what happens is a draw? Do you? You could bet the draw. You but can very, bet the draw. Like how many people bet a draw? Oh, like, you know nobody. I mean? But if you do bet the draw, it probably pays out really well, right? Uh, I would oh, say. The, sure. I would say the. Yeah, I'm sure the, the, it's probably the yeah, it's probably the 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 least likely thing to happen. Yeah, um, but. Just besides that, just looking at the punches landed, um, Triple G, 218, Alvarez, 169. 
I didn't watch the fight, but just looking and reading and seeing the stats of the punches landed and how the fight went, it doesn't seem like it should have even been close to a draw. Um, so Triple G, I, I just want to warn everybody that's listening right now, I had quite a weekend, so I didn't see many hashtag sports, so I'm going to be uh, questioning some of these guys for you here tonight. <laughs> so Triple G landed a ton ton more punches? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 218 to 169. Wow. Not even close, huh? Um, but, I mean, I guess um, Alvarez, he did kind of hold his weight in a did few Did he knock rounds. him down or anything? Or? There, there, it, it was a good fight. I'll put it at good that. Fight, it, was, it was a good fight. Triple G definitely won the fight if you watched it. I know some people that went and bet Triple G were pissed because of this. I even It's funny, right? We're criticizing this lady that came out and... Uh, Bird that came out and scored it for Alvarez, like huge, had him winning eight rounds, I think it was. But then you look, there was another judge there that had it as a draw, right? So not only did Bird have a bad day, the the person that looked at it, the judge that saw it as a draw, kind of had a bad day. She just had an awful day. I don't know if like family members were whacked and buried in some holes out in the desert. Maybe that's why she did the draw, because the mob told her to. The mafia still is connected out there. She actually had Alvarez (coughs) 10 out of 12 rounds winning. So, yeah. Yeah. So he had an eight-round advantage. Um, It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Here's my thing. I think this was just a big thing by uh, um, the promoter's just to get a rematch. To get another rematch, yeah, sure. absolutely. You know, they, they think of the money that it could... But does yeah. this hurt boxing? Like, well, you had so many people come out and just talk how, how boxing's rigged. Uh, you know, I know this. we're talking boxing here, but now you're going to put another sport out there with professional football, right? I'm sure you see, like, a, a missed field goal at the end of the game from, like, 20 yards... We're going to be having the same conversation. The sports in Vegas are rigged. You can't have them there. Let's move them all out, you know? Right. Um, let's see. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, from the little bit that I did see and read, I, the sale, the, the pay-per-view sales weren't phenomenal for it to begin with. And, like, uh, just the, there's a couple, there are a couple of bars in Scranton, bar owners that I talked to, that they, like, compared to the McGregor fight, they didn't do anything. They were, like, dead this weekend for this fight, like, yeah. in, in comparison. So you think maybe there's just even, like, a little, like, not obviously not in the match, but, like, as far as fans go, there's a little hangover. The McGregor fight was only, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. So now you have that little hangover, and now you already have this, what's supposed to be, like, the, the rejuvenation of boxing match. Well, you just had a boxing match, you know? And you think maybe people are just kind of like, uh another yeah. another, think, another hundred bucks three even, weeks later to watch a fight? Even so. So I think UFC still provides more excitement. Like you have to be a, a true boxing fan, I think, to right. uh, to pay the money to watch the, like a, a, a boxing match like this. Like UFC, the random UFC, um, you know, enthusiast might might order a, a card on a Saturday night if he's having a couple of his buddies order just because mm-hmm. it's more of an. I don't want to say exciting, but it's it is. It's more yeah. of a, a, a see more knockouts. Yeah, more, more knockouts. knockouts. That, that, that's what everybody yeah. watches fighting for these days, and maybe that's because the social media and the internet—that's all they promote—is knockouts. You, you go to YouTube, you yeah. see a million clips of people knocking people out at the bar fights. Uh, yeah, you're not you're not seeing uh, you know millions of hits on YouTube videos entitled you know best technical fighter video. You yeah, know, as yeah. opposed to like you, you see a compilation of best knockouts. You're not gonna see a compilation of you know. <clears throat> Best technical fighter. Best nice punches in the eighth yeah, exactly. round by Triple G. No. This, yeah, it's just a shame. No offense. Here's the thing. You do something that bad in your job or your job or my job, 
they're looking at termination or discipline, but I'm sure she's probably getting a cash payment under her rug on her front porch right now by somebody. That's yeah. how Vegas J- works, baby. Jimmy the dog or Jimmy the Greek or something. I mean, is there ever going to be a time where we see video or computers kind of judge these things? Because I think that's just- they should, they, I think they easily could have, from everything I've read on this, the little bit I have, they probably could have went to the crowd. It's unlike one of the, let the let the crowd cheer for each guy, pick who gets more cheers. Yeah. You know? Like, well, I mean, then it's, it's more almost like a popularity as fair. contest. Right, but it's almost as fair at that yeah. point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's what happened. Um, yeah. Uh, I would like to see something like that, right? Yeah. Um, or give everybody a phone. Nah, because everybody's out there biased <laughs> well, with their pets I know, I know, and, and who they like. But, no, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see too far in the very future where, you know, it's based on the metrics. You look yeah. at UFC, like Eddie was talking about earlier, they they show a lot of the fight metrics on most punches landed, most significant punches, you know, how many takedowns, how many takedowns defended, and, and that's all ran by, you know, um, a website. But end of the day, let's just see some clean stuff. Boxing, they've been saying it's been dirty for a long time. This just proved that it uh, it's still dirty. Yeah. Not maybe just in, in the juicing or the gloves and, you know, stuffing the gloves with concrete or whatever they used to do back in the day. But, yeah, this is ugly. So let's uh, keep it on the, the controversial path here and go with the Major League Baseball. As of the games on Sunday, today is Monday we're recording, so we don't know what's happening in today's game or tonight game. But through, through Sunday, this year, MLB total... Uh, they're 30 home runs shy of breaking the record for most home runs in a season, um, you know, dating back to, you know, decades ago. Um, actually, the 2000 um, season has 5,693 home runs, which is the record, but they're only 30 home runs shy, and there's still like three, or three and a half, four weeks left of the season. Um, and it, I know it's been a controversy talk all season are the balls juiced what's going on because just looking at some of the statistics that i found I, you know i am the accountant out of the group 100 and pl- uh, 107 players this year as of you know yesterday have 20 or more home runs last or in 2015 there's only 64 players and there's still you know three weeks left of the year uh, projected right now the year is supposed to end, um, I believe, the last week or last game of the year is like October 3rd or 4th or something like that. But 6,143, that's what they're on pace for this year, which is up 47% since 2014, which is only three years ago. So, I mean, is it the tighter balls or whatever? Eddie's <laughs> <laughs> um, balls have been really tight lately. He can't even come out and watch football anymore. <laughs> shitty pitching. That's my own choice, by the way. Uh, better, stronger hitters. Like what? What's the deal? You well, think? I mean, I think it's been all season. They've been talking about what do they call it, thread gate or whatever. Yeah, they're talking about the balls are are wound tighter now or whatever. Or they they they, they pull them tighter. Uh, I mean, talk about you know juicing. I mean, allegedly, uh, obviously, looking Aaron Judge sure had quite a transformation over the last couple of years. You know. You've seen a lot of the players like that. Mm-hmm. I think if it's good for baseball, those guys probably aren't getting uh, drug tested as, as much as some of the other guys that they know are clean. You know, like so at that point, what I mean is the game more exciting this year? Probably. Yeah, you know? people want to see home runs. People want to see home runs. That's what they're watching it for. Um, 
I, I don't watch baseball, but if I do, if I go to a game, even I want to see some home runs. It's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of you don't want to see a pitcher's so, duel where I it ends like one ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let let everybody uh, let everybody do some roids and let's have the thirty to twenty two games. I'm fine with that. I agree. Actually, you know, it's funny. I agree with that about steroids in baseball. Yeah. It's a, it's a non contact sport. Yeah, exactly. You know, they cleaned up the home base uh, home run challenge. You know, back there with the catcher and the base runner. So. Let them juice. Shit. Yeah. If you want to go juice, then go juice, right? Everybody would be at the same advantage if they were juicing at that time. And you don't have to worry about someone killing somebody, causing CTE, etc. Juice it up. Let it go. There's all these other drugs yeah. out there that, that are legal in the pharmaceutical world that should probably not be legal. You know? Um, I Like Kavi said, I want to see home runs. I want to see action. Maybe that's just like the... Bonus hold'em Tommy in me. Yeah, you know be. I want to see action, but like you said, I don't want to see a pitcher's duel all day. That's boring as shit. Yeah. I might as well just sit home, paint the wall, and watch it dry. And I mean, the other thing that you're seeing is uh, I watched uh, an interview last week with um, Austin Davis, Austin Davis, something Davis, uh, a pitcher, and he he he's a pro pitcher retired last year. And he was saying like so he his high pitch was 80, 83 miles an hour. He was like a knuckleball guy, things like that. He said like he was one of the last in the league. Yeah. All your pitchers are just throwing heat now. Yeah. That's all no, you have. Well, R.A. Dickey is still left, but yeah. I, besides him, but like and, yeah, yeah, nobody's throwing knuckleballs anymore. Nobody's nobody's throwing that stuff. So everybody's throwing heat. So I mean, you're getting better, faster, stronger pitchers. But you're also getting more if you connect. It's gone, you know what I mean. So as long as you can track it down. And I think some of the fields, you know, like look at the Yankee Stadium. Like the the walls are getting oh, a little shorter too, built right? For it, yeah. And and uh, yeah, it was like 300 feet. To yeah, the it's left like ridiculous. It's right like field. big ball level up there. But also too is I, I see a lot when a lot of home runs are happening is pitchers are getting behind the count and batters are waiting on that. I think they're a little more patient these days, letting the pitchers mm-hmm. get behind the count, throwing their curves, change ups, whatever. In the, in the beginning there of, of a bat, and then the pitchers are, are the batters are just waiting on that 3-0, 3-1 fastball right down the middle and jacking it. Um, so maybe it's a little kudos to the batters, a little kudos to the engineers and uh, architects that design the stadiums. But baseball is getting a little more interesting. Bet the overs because you know I love them. <laughs> but I mean, it's just it, these stadiums were built prior to 2014 and 2015, like. You see almost a 50% increase in three years. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I can see maybe a gradual right. increase, but that's that's incredible in the last two and a half, three years, how much the home runs have just this year. Maybe it's just a fluke, um, and next year they'll be down again, but uh, who knows? It's just <clears throat> well, crazy. I mean, okay. Are they going to drug test Aaron Judge? I'm, I'm, sure sure they, they I'm sure they do. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that's the other thing. Let's think about it this I way. Don't know so if they test four. Right. So that's the other thing. So every year, I'm sure steroids are getting bigger, faster, stronger. Just like players are getting bigger, faster, stronger. Oh yeah. So there's probably so much stuff out there now that doesn't does not even test it for. Like yeah. exactly. Whoever thought VJ, that shit. VJ Singh with deer antler spray. Yeah. Uh, so Ray Lewis. Too, Ray Lewis too. Yeah. Deer antler spray. So there's there's so much out there now that's probably being used, and even these supplements. I mean, you, you have guys just making themselves. Machines for the most part. Well, that's the so thing. Like, as it keeps going, it's, it can keep with um, with like PEDs or even things that you can get at GNC. Mm-hmm. All they have to do, like if they're if they put a ban on one substance, all they have to do is like change one molecular one bond or something like that, that's and come out with a brand new product, and then it'll take like a year for the FDA exactly. or the MLB or whoever decides to put a ban on that. Yeah, and then the year after that, they'll come up and change another 
Yeah. So then here's the question. Covalent bond. I don't know. I'm not a yeah, but no, it's, that's pretty much exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie watched um, 21 Drum Street the other day. That's where he came up with covalent bond. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So here's the question then. I, I guess to kind of uh, throw it out there. Should, should they allow steroids in baseball? Non-contact sport. I, I, I think it's a, it's a dangerous slope because, I mean... I'm not saying promote it. Right. No, not promoting it. But, I mean, still, I mean, they still all have adverse effects, and they're still hurting you. I think the GNC, the supplements, like, if the FDA says it's okay, then it should be okay. Yeah. I mean, but, a lot of that stuff in GNC is not yeah. FDA approved. It's more of just, like, a sports supplement. But, no, but it still has to be to the point where, like, it can't kill you, not right? Not supplements. No, not Supplements yet. aren't, oh, really? Not a lot of shit, no. Oh, okay. There's no, GNC like, approval pro- process? No. Because, like, you could get glucosamine at the grocery store. That doesn't have to be FDA approved. I don't know so it's, it's, like, for joint and pains and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. That, like, stuff in the huh. grocery stores, I don't think, have to be FDA approved. I think maybe. A lot of stuff. Grocery stores or GNC? Just I think like, grocery well, stores, ha- everything has to be, doesn't it? Um, I, no. It's like you're consuming you it, food and drug? In the, in the vitamin and, and supplement aisle. Oh, so and they talk about all the time. Yeah, I'm going to say no on this because you look at the vitamin and supplement yeah, aisles. A lot of them are, are, you know, you see a lot of studies coming out that they're fake because they don't have oh, to go to yeah. approve a process. See, I think a lot of stuff is bullshit. I'm just saying, like, if somebody's selling something like in a store... It should at least have been tested that it can't kill you, right? <laughs> but they they have lab rats for that, right? Yeah. Whereas, like you know, if you're using whatever steroids are made of that you like shooting your ass and stuff like that, stuff can kill you. Well, I think that's that's where they should draw the line. Like that's stuff, the stuff. you can get at GNC. Like half of that shit is banned by Major League Baseball and NFL. Right, and I know that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know that they ban it. But I'm saying if it's in those, like, GNC, it probably can't kill you, so I'm okay with that. It probably is not. Yeah. A lot of it might not even do anything well, for they're you. they're not going to kill you because of lawsuits, and then you also right. have to look at, you know, they're obviously they're trying to push their product. Right. You have one death, you're off the shelves everywhere, so, you're, right. you know, you're trying so to do a credibility factor. So it doesn't even have to. It, you're self-governed at that point because you right. don't want to lose your No, clients. but I'm, I'm talking about, like, the underground shit that you buy from, like, Russia that gets shipped yeah, like, over. Uh, you know, yeah. That you, that you do have to shoot in your, like, your hip or your ass. Yeah, like Drago from... Yeah. Uh, like yeah. maybe that shit could be kind of like just, sure. Yeah. yeah, draw a line in the sand. You know, yeah, like ri- like rhino testosterones. You know, like shit, like like weird shit like that. Yeah, that you probably shouldn't be allowed to use. You know, like shark blood. You don't want yeah. that in your system. Rabid badger piss. Like none of that stuff should probably be used. But honey badger don't give a shit. Yeah, badger no. milk. That's good for you. <laughs> badger milk. Anyway, let's uh, let's keep it moving on here to. I uh, just want to give a shout-out and a congratulations to Antonio Gates. Beast. Yeah. Right, In beast. the third quarter, he got his career uh, 112th touchdown, which is now the most by a tight end in NFL history. So go ahead and drop him on all your Tony fantasy Tony Gonzalez, oh, for sure. This yeah. is the Hunter-Henry area now, yeah. era now. Um, but, yeah, beat Tony Gonzalez's record. Uh, and just wanted to give a shout-out to Gronk, who scored his 69th career touchdown as oh, well. He's so happy. You know he's so Let's happy. Just, he, I'm sh- I bet you Gronk Two milestones. took a, a billboard out somewhere up there <laughs> in the Boston area to yeah. uh, promote his 69th touchdown. You know, he's just giggling. He's just giggling, giggling. He loves it so much. But, you know, you look at Gates the last couple of years, ha- always had a little nagging injuries here and there. This guy could have put up so many more touchdowns and broke that record earlier. Um, potentially even, you know, if, if he was healthy the last couple of years and even this year, um, maybe he could have beat out who who's right ahead of him. Marvin Harrison, is it? Uh, possibly. Um, I can't think. But, yeah, Colts. Yeah, Colts so, guy. hey, listen. 
good for you. You're the man. That was a nice snag in the end zone. That was there. a great catch. He's a beast. That uh, in between two defenders. Good for Gates. He's a s- solid guy. You didn't really hear really hear anything negative about him in the press his entire career, at least here in Pennsylvania. So I'll, I'll give him a shout out. Awesome job. Welcome. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, obviously. Oh definitely. yeah. Especially now. And he was a oh, great dude. tight end before, like, the era of tight ends happened. You know what I mean? Oh, before, yeah. like, it was like offenses were de- designed around having a good tight end. He w- he was one of them. And so. he was always, yeah. He was, he was an always, anomaly. He was safety net for, you know, Rivers and Breeze. Oh, Rivers him. owes him, like, a, a Cadillac yeah. for helping him out through a College basketball career. player, too, right? Was, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was yeah. a college basketball player. Yep. So, yeah, congrats, uh, Gates. I, I'm not sure how much more he'll be playing this year. I hope. I hope he does. I hope he, you know, stays healthy. He always has that turf toe and But yeah, you'll see I think you'll see Hunter Henry. I played him anymore. last night. Did you? Yeah. I actually you know what's funny? I actually No, I made, I got play he was played against me. I, oh. I played a DraftKings and I picked Gates in it because I figured they're gonna be looking for him in the red zone. He might not get the rest of the targets wherever they are on the the, the field, but as soon as they get in the red zone, Gates gonna be Rivers is gonna try to get that home job game. Done. Yeah. Well, yeah, they wanted to happen at home. Speaking of home speaking games. of home games, the Chargers and the Rams moved to LA, and I know this is kind of a big story, but the attendance was—it's ridiculous. Is lackluster, the uh, right word. Lackluster. It's just embarrassing, it's embarrassing. Is the right word. And this is shows where you know we talked about this. Cavi had this one segment, and we talked about it. Uh, you know the Goodell era. NFL and, and the good things he did and the bad things he did. And he moved two teams allowed, you know, the league allowed two teams to go to L.A. this year. Why? Why? Well, it's a it's a f- quote-unquote football city. And it didn't show it, right? Maybe maybe for college football, you look at USC's numbers this week. Uh, they outperformed the Rams home game and the Chargers home game this week combined. I yeah. think by the tune of a, a couple thousand, it was almost three thousand, under three thousand, yeah, like three thousand more fans. And then, but you look at it, right? That was just tickets sold. And you look at the stands. I'm sure if they actually went out and did a head count, the numbers would be a lot lower for the Chargers this weekend when they oh played in versus Miami. It was embarrassing. The Coliseum looked sparse at best. Well, that was last week. They played in the soccer stadium this week. The Chargers did. Oh, well, yeah. that looks sparse as well. Wherever they played looks sparse. Yeah. I was in out of consciousness for that game, but it looked very sparse. It was it, it, embarrassing. I, and it, it, I feel bad for the cities of San Diego and St. Louis. You I, know, this is tax dollars paying for these teams to put up stadiums because it's supposed to generate revenue back into those cities. But here they just went and turned their backs on the taxpayers of those cities, went up and moved the teams out very rapidly and we talked about this in another podcast it's pretty shitty i i think it's terrible i think the taxpayers need to get out of this business i feel really bad for um san, san diego more so i mean Wales, st louis vagina. yeah st louis didn't fight it that much san diego i like, think there were lawsuits actually filed were there yeah san diego tried everything to get them to stay they tried throwing the, a package at them yeah they they, they really yeah, did yeah <laughs> And I mean, I guess like. I wonder why I didn't go to. Too big. Yeah, but, uh, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, San, San Diego was a, a, a fo- it became a football city, which is weird because it's like a surfer beach town, a beach city. Yeah. But they love the Chargers, and like those games are sold out. And I mean, you, all you have to do is look at a Raiders home game and see that there is a market for it there. But you need a connection to the team. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the Chargers left in the seventies. Nobody in LA cares about them anymore. 
and how long go do the Rams leave? The, yeah, the 80s, yeah. 90s? Like, you have a whole generation of people, people our age, there's never, well, I mean, there were for a little bit, but the LA Rams were gone when we were kids. So people our age who are the prime demographic to be going to these games, spending money, buying season tickets, they have no connection to the Rams. Well, and then here's a, a thing, too, is is not even just the connection to the Rams. You know, that's a big part of yeah. it, for sure. And it'll grow well, over time. Look, but. And here's the thing, sure, it may. It may grow right, over time. Right. Or they might but leave you again. you bring a shitty-ass Rams team to L.A., Right. right, no one in LA. That's the city of winners, basically. Right, that's right. The, that's like where people are thrown and killed because they have a little pimple on their face and don't look right. <laughs> killed, uh, yeah, for sure. Like their their careers are ended, and it's, it's like the city of perfection. LA yes. is right. If if you're not yeah. like perfect, they don't care about you. They throw if you. If you're to not the a wolves. Kardashian, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Right. And you bring a shit ass Rams team and an okay. Chargers team to the area, what do you expect? You know, you're not bringing the Patriots or the Green Bay Packers, like a winning organization that is banned out front and and showing that they're great. And there's nothing quintessentially L.A. about either of those teams. Mm -hmm. You have Phillip Rivers as your quarterback, who's like a Mormon, I think. You don't have that, like that Joe Namath type quarterback. Exactly, and then you have Jared Goff, who is from North Dakota. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like... Hollywood, like they, if they wanted to really like sell one of these teams, they should have had like Johnny Manziel as a quarterback. Yeah, bring back Terrell Owens, make him a run. You know what I mean? Just bring in these names to really like make the city bond yeah. with them or something. Bring in the Patriots, agree. Tom Brady and Giselle out there. Exactly. Guess yeah. What? Exactly. You're sell tickets. To see well, look, Giselle on the sideline, Brady throwing. Look, look what they wanted to do when they brought a soccer team in. They went out and they spent all the money they had and signed David Beckham for a couple yeah. years, and because he was a celebrity, and that that's and soccer's huge in LA now. So that's what you do. Do, th- yeah. do you think? I mean, this is the first year that both of those organizations are in LA. Do you think the Rams were out there last year? Yeah, correct. Yeah, but do you think you know next year, years down the road, they will try to do pull some of those? They're gonna have. To. Oh, they're gonna. Yeah, yeah they're gonna they have, have to, to. Yeah, they have to bring in celebrity type football players, yeah. quote unquote, and win games. Yep. Otherwise, they're going to show these embarrassing numbers, and NFL owners are going to be scrambling. Because even look at look at the Lakers versus the Clippers. Like, LA, they have two basketball teams, but they're they're a Lakers town. You know, the celebrities go to the Lakers games. It's embar- If you're if you're a, a B list celebrity, you go to the the Clippers games. A list celebrities are at the Lakers games. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be fun to see who pans out to be the Lakers of the NFL and who pans out to be the the Clippers of right. the NFL. Probably I, the Rams would be the Clippers, I would say. In oh, really, I was going to say the opposite. Really? I don't, and I don't know why. I I, I went by colors. <laughs> yeah, I really. I, I just blue, think it's blue and gold. I went. Who wins and loses at this point? Yeah. Because, like we said, you don't have that Joe Namath, love yeah. the spotlight type player on any of the any of those teams. I don't think two teams emerge in, for the long haul. There, I really think somebody leaves and goes somewhere else. I don't know if they go. I don't know where they go at this point, but I think they go somewhere else because. New York, everybody says, well, New York's, you know, LA is the second biggest city in America. New York's the first biggest, and they have two teams. But really, the Jets are a, a New Jersey team at the end of the day. You know, oh, yeah. Jersey people love the Jets and, like, the outskirts of New York. But the city are Giants fans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you really see yeah, how it's broken down, and then you get I the regional North, people, too. I don't even really think North Jersey is probably more Giants, exactly, yeah. I would say, than, than Jets. But yeah. yeah. So it's it's interesting, yeah. South South Jersey, a lot of them are Eagles fans, yeah. you know. But not too many Jets fans out there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but 
especially this year. Yeah, it's in, it's going to be interesting to see. I don't I don't know that the long haul LA clearly f- for the for the last thirteen years couldn't support any football team. Yeah, do they really get two? Yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, the Almost only thing three. I think that um, can help is that being in LA might attract some of the talent from the other teams when they're right. fr- the other players when they're free agents. Yes, might say, oh LA, that's where I need to be. Right. Yeah, you know, I like your Antonio that. Browns and stuff like that. Yep. Like he loves that spotlight. Yeah. Um, you know, players yeah. like that, that, that love in that like spotlight. In like eight years, Odell Beckham's going to be playing for yeah, one sure. of those two right. teams. Yeah. Like, exactly. They, they might sell out on their home team, um, get a big contract just to move it out there and, and get sell tickets and be out in L.A. Yeah. I would love to be in L.A. Yeah, you might start Beautiful. seeing the, the all-star Twilight teams, you yeah. know, run in L.A. and stuff. Yeah, so. it'll gradu- you know, gr- gradually Hopefully, get I hope way. it does for the NFL. Obviously, well, I'm a football fan. I mean, when, uh, what's his name is out there? When uh, Bo Jackson... Was playing for the Raiders. They were the LA Raiders. That's they the, weren't that's the, the last Raiders jersey that Eddie point. ever purchased. Was a <laughs> yep. Bo Jackson. It was somehow he got a the Maurice best. Jones Drew jersey. I think that was before. And uh, that Bo was Jackson. that was a hand me down. But he had before the Bo, Jackson. Bo Jackson, he yeah. got a Maurice Jones Drew. Yeah, uh, the Bo Jackson. You get the Bo the uh, Bo I have a Hank Aaron one Bo too. Scaife. Bo Bo nose uh, sweatpants too. <laughs> I wish that was a good video game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the Chargers Rams. We'll see what happens in the future. Both teams are kind of iffy this year. I know Chargers started off, what are they, 1-1 one one now? Chargers, yeah. You, you know who might be their biggest star out there? Who's that, Melvin uh, Ingram? Young Ho. Young Ho. Young, young Ho. ho. Uh, missed the game-winning field goal yesterday. Yep. Um, actually, they're 0-2, right, because they lost the Broncos Yeah. last week. So, um, but, okay, just another football rundown here. I just want to talk about Penn State beating up on Georgia State 56 nothing. Notre Dame Cavies hashtag Notre Dame guy their team beating cheer, up cheer. on Boston College 49 talk about 20. a tale of two halves in that game yeah 35 to 10 in the second half it was close at halftime I you know obviously um, I know a guy that knows a guy that may have taken Notre Dame in that game I you know I won't mention names because we're on air um, <clears throat> but somebody took them and I was watching cheering for them and uh at halftime, I was sweating bullets for them. And it was very close game. Notre Dame came out, but then... Uh, oh, you actually cheer for Notre Dame this week? Well, yeah. Last yeah. week, he had to say out loud that, he, you know, let's go Georgia, and then they lost. Well, I said I wanted Notre Dame to win by, like, three. Yeah, I still week. blame it on you. So, yeah, Wimbush <laughs> came out in the second half and, and basically ran away with it. It's Good. something I don't think they could do every game. Their running game looked solid week one, week three, week two versus a solid Georgia defense kind of... SEC defense, was brought yeah. back down to earth, and... Unfortunately, they're going to have to face a couple more defenses like that this year. Yeah. But hey, hats off to Penn State with the big win. You know they're white out this weekend against a lousy Georgia State. Yeah, team. Georgia State. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of pathetic. That's kind of a waste of a whiteout. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, what, I was blacked out uh, at that point Saturday, and then uh, yeah, Notre Dame with another big win. Uh, I think it saved uh, uh, Brian Kelly's job in for a little longer. In the Holy War. In the Holy War. No, I think he was. He's fine for now. Mm. This season matters, but well, here's the thing. I think, I think by him firing then. everybody last year, exactly, he bought himself. A he year. bought himself and blamed it all on them. He did the blame game. Yeah, but let's see. Hopefully, it works out for him again next year because they win. They yeah, to a bowl. I do want to mention and uh, apologize to our listeners and our readers on the Point After Show website. We did not put our picks out this week. I'll take. I'll, I'll take, apologize. Take so I apologize. Oh, I was that. pissed because I killed it. I had. Uh, some prior engagements this weekend. I was a little busy, uh, as you could tell by 
um, my voice. I'd like to apologize for my voice, too. Actually, you're welcome for my voice because it's kind of raspy and sexy today. But, um, you know, I want to apologize. I, I got underwater. I didn't get a chance to put those up. But uh, we'll be back next week stronger than ever, and uh, we'll help you win some games, hopefully, with our, our picks. I went 5-1 and one in college and 9-2 and two in, Doesn't in count. NFL again. Doesn't count. Doesn't count, unfortunately. Uh, I didn't even make them. I didn't even make the picks. I sent them. sent out the email. I had all, intention, I had I all intentions. I had all intentions of it, and I woke up early uh, Friday morning to do it, and then um, the real 9-5 to five hell broke loose, and I just didn't have a chance to do it, unfortunately. So I want to apologize to everybody in this room and everybody uh, out there in the internets. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, that's all right. It's week three coming up, so we'll uh, we'll have to pick up where we left off after yeah. week one. So, um, but I just want to give one last sh- not shout out, but mention that the PGA Tour Championship is this week. The FedEx Cup playoffs are coming to an end. The PGA Tour season's coming to an end. Uh, Mark Leishman had a big win at the BMW Championship this Ooh, past week. Dominant. Oh. He's he trying was, to shed that under-the-radar type player <clears throat> status that he has He was. Right now. He was. I mean, you talk about your Jordan Speets, your Justin Thomas, your Dustin Johnsons, but Mark Leishman made a big jump this week in the FedEx Cup points. So. Talk about jo- Dustin's Johnson? Dustin's Johnson. Well, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, Gretzky. Uh, Paulina. Knows all about it. Goodness. So, uh, yeah, PGA Tour Championship this week, so it'll be our last, I'm pretty sure it'll be our last week of fantasy golf I don't know. Do they do rankings? fantasy golf for the President's Cup? No, it's more of just like pick your winners. It's more betting. What about anything. for uh, the mini golf beer league? Um, I'll see if Taylor can come up with a ranking system <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, the chip and putt challenge. Yeah. But the, no, Tootsie, we, the Tootsie Memorial. We it's, down to, it's down to 30 golfers, best in the world, and they're going to be fighting for the, the tour championship the week, this week. And the winner gets 2,000 points. I'm not sure how many people have. Maybe it's like the top seven. Maybe even have the a realistic chance of actually winning the. Yeah, it all depends where cup. everybody else falls in the in the mix. Yeah. Who are you rooting for? E? Um, I do like John Rahm, but I just used him in my one and done league, so I can't root for him. I'm gonna go either Justin Rose or Justin Thomas. The two Justins to win it all. To win it all. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I. It's a it's a far stretch here and you would need a lot of shit to happen but I would like to see Ricky Fowler win he's a young cat in the league you know he already has name recognition but you know uh, the other guy Mark Leishman that won this past week he, he has a good sh- good shot of winning if, if he could pull off you know the win and uh, a couple positions by some of the other players up top falling where they need to fall but I doubt that's going to happen but you know, I'd like to see some of the other guys win. Bring, you know, I think it's good for golf when they do because everybody already knows they're just uh, Justin Thomas, Jordan Speed, Dustin Johnson. Um, you know, even Ricky Fowler. I guess everybody knows a lot. So let's get some of these other guys like Mark Leishman. You know, um, Hideki Hideki Matsuyama. He's huge, right? And uh, Japan. Yeah. Um, but you throw like John Rahm out there, and even Paul Casey, who's been hanging around forever. Uh, you know, let them win something like that once. Get get all these big names in there. Paul Casey just can't win a tournament, though. No. He's, like, top five every single week, but he just can't win. That's that's a FF Advantages boy on Tiger Woods Golf. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm disappointed. My man, uh, Phil Mickelson, missed the 30-player cut. And Rory. Uh, and, well, well, yeah, Rory big. was looking kind of rough all season there. Yeah. Here's my biggest thing. You know, I was talking to my father-in-law about it this weekend. Is you look at, like, golfers... That go and get themselves jacked, like 
muscular and big in the upper chest, like they end up falling apart. And here's two prime examples with Tiger Woods and uh, Rory McIlroy. Rory went out, beefed up. He was a small little guy like me when he first came on tour. And now he's beefed up and he's, he's having some injury issues and just not performing. So... Yeah, Listen, I mean, you look at stick with what look you got. at all these guys. I mean, Mark Leishman, like you said, he's kind of a big. He's a bigger loaf. dude. Yeah, he's like yeah. A, no, but he's like a you know. Not, yeah, he's not in shape. By well, that's means. what I mean. Yeah, bigger. Do you have the list there? Yeah. Who's number thirty? Number thirty. Oh. Uh, that is. Oh, that's Duffner, I think. Duffner. Yeah, Jason Duffner. I'll, I'm going with him. Jason Duffner. Duffner. Only because like supposedly Tiger was a Tiger slept with his wife. He'll be. <laughs> Who was, was it? it? Wasn't no. it? Somebody, there's a rumor that. No, it wasn't Tiger. It was. Um, no, I think it was Tiger because there was a picture of her driving in a golf cart. Is she blonde? And there's Tiger like winking at her. Well, there a rumor. A rumor. I thought it was somebody been, else. Looks. So that was this year that, that that rumor came out, wasn't it or no? Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. That's <laughs> yeah. who it was. Yeah. Well, Dustin maybe she's Johnson. doing everybody. Allegedly. Well, they're yeah. not. Hey, they're I divorced. Mean, so yeah. If Rocco Media isn't in the running, then I'm going to go with Duff Rocco Media. Do it, Duff Daddy. Don't I like him this week in DFS. He has a pretty good history at this course. So. All right. I'll be playing him. So that's it. That's all we got for you. Check out our website, thepointaftershow.com. Hit us up on Twitter with any questions, at Point After Show. My personal Twitter handle is at Eddie underscore the PAS teabag. I'm at TLIP underscore the PAS. Check yeah. me out for all your fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fake news. Uh, and I am at Producer Cavi. So subscribe to us and uh, check out everything that we put out there and you'll hopefully love it thanks guys if you made it this far um thanks